Hey, good morning, everybody. What's going on? Welcome. Today is Wednesday. It's March 23rd, 2022. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, the rest of you. Whether you're watching live, later, listening, it's all good. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me. Good morning, Dennis. Look at all my friends in the chat. I hope your Tuesday was awesome. I had a pretty, I had a solid day. Recorded five episodes of Martial Arts Radio, four Thursday episodes with Andrew, one of them being a live Q&A. Some of you caught that live. You get the chance. Um, Andrew's been announcing that in the Martial Arts Radio behind the scenes group on Facebook. We don't know exactly when we go live, so we don't make like a big thing out of it. But if you see the notification pop up, you can check us out. You can hang out with us. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Jenny. Uh, we did we did some good stuff. One of one of the episodes we did was a, a response to a listener question about a problem they were having at their school, and I was like, "Man, we got to talk about this." So shot it over to Andrew. I was like, "Let's talk about this." So we talked about it offered some advice. We're recording deep into the 700s now. Um, I think we recorded, I recorded episode 708 with a guest yesterday. And I think we all, I think, let's see, 701, 70, I think, I think we're up to 705 with Thursday episodes. Good morning, Stephen. You know, it's crazy. You know what else is crazy? There's frost on the ground. I mean, there's also snow, but there's frost on the ground. It's like 18 degrees when I woke up. Welcome to March. Welcome to spring. It's spring. Not really. I mean, technically. Got a bunch of sap off the trees yesterday. Boiled some more. I'm telling you, the... Um, the vent over the stove. My whole attic must smell like maple now. I'm just throwing it up there. Uh, what else did I do? Went to the gym. Did some client work. I didn't, beyond the episode, there wasn't a lot of time to do a lot beyond that. But, yeah. Oh. Let me say, um, I had a conversation. With, had two team meetings one with a couple people and we talked about a couple things that are going on with tour stuff because yeah we're still working on tour stuff still adding tour dates uh and no i don't want to say that yet and then had another meeting with different members of the team no overlap between those two meetings actually where we talked about a new thing that we're we're going to roll out at some point when it's ready. There's an opportunity. We see an opportunity to do something that's kind of cool. Maybe disrupts a little bit. And uh, we worked on that last night. And, you know, it's not often that I'm going to take a meeting at night. But when it's a group of people that you can not only get work done with, but laugh so hard you fall on the floor. I literally fell on the floor laughing. It was... 
I think being around people that make you laugh as much as we all enjoy, I think it's undervalued. I think you need to be with people that make you laugh because that means they get you. It means that you have, you have not only enough in common to spend time with them, but you have enough in common that they can play with your, your shared realities in such a way that you find humor in it. Think about it. Think about what, what laughter really is. Think about where it comes from. That takes a lot. And then to laugh that hard, and we were all laughing. There were, I think the whole group was crying with, with laughter at one point. It was amazing. Dennis says it's 27 there. Yeah, it's usually about 10 degrees warmer down there. And Stacy says, yeah, and laughed a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> Tommy, I agree. <laughs> Good times. Very good times. Uh, today. So today kicks off an interesting few days, y'all. Um, doing about a half day of work, then driving down to Dennis. And this this begins the, the New York City adventure. So I, I, I'm going to meet Dan Zoni. Like, this is my life. This is insane. I'm super excited. Got to pack a little bit. I got a few things put aside over there. To make sure to bring but pack i gotta do the books today at some point i gotta start shutting down some of those accounts i have accounts at four banks it's too many but i'll deal with that next week future jeremy don't worry about that black tea today a little bit of cream <laughs> dennis is playing this and wait that's today Um, yeah. Yeah, yesterday was a good day. You know, I, I, I spend a lot of time, I try frequently to reflect on my day. What made today good? What made today less good? You know, compare those days. And try to suss out what is most important to me, even on a unconscious level. And what I'm, what I'm coming to realize is it's, it's that social time. Everything else can, can be crummy or or non-existent you know i could have a bad day of work but if i get to spend some time with people that i like and there and i got to have a conversation with a couple people at the gym that i like you know it was, just, it was a good time and then i scrambled home to to get to the meeting and i'm cooking dinner while we're all talking and, and andrew was here i had much more social engagement yesterday than i typically do and it's interesting for me to to recognize how important that is to me. And I don't think I realized pre-pandemic how important that was to me because I was around people. But that break where you know, there were consecutive days where I wouldn't see anyone. Or if I did, you know, I, I, I didn't have interactions with them. You know, people are covered up. We're social creatures. And I, and I think we undervalue that. And I know I historically have. You know, look at where I live. I live alone in the woods. I like living alone in the woods, but I want to be able to leave the woods and be not alone for at least some of the time. Otherwise, it doesn't balance out. I need, I need the quiet time. I need the solo time to think and just recharge. 
I like both. Gonna get plenty of human contact over the next 36 hours. Woo. So many people. There are so many people in here. Insane. Brian says, happy hump day. Good, good morning to you, Brian. What do we got to talk about? Um, did you guys respond to my stuff on Facebook? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. I've learned I can't really switch on the laptop easily. Uh, it's slow. It's a slow, crummy laptop. Uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. <laughs> Uh, this was the post where I said, orange marmalade is gross. Got some good responses. Uh, so I posted, happy Wednesday, orange marmalade is gross. Because it is, right? Like, you may not agree, but you're wrong. Show me another food where we take the part that we throw away and we put just a little bit of it in there. Can you show me any other food where we do that? The only time you use, you use orange peel like a little bit is zest, whatever, fine. But here, let's take these chunks of orange rind that have been who knows where and chop them up and put them in the jam. And that should tell you how terrible orange jam is that you have to add the part you throw away to make it better. No, I'll eat an orange. Oranges are good. I don't want any orange jam. That's gross. Tennis, I love you. Tennis says, Paul Anner, all fruit is the shizzle. You know, growing up, you know who ate that stuff? My grandmother. My grandmother ate that stuff. Stacy says, don't faint on the streets of New York. And Ray has a, a poignant statement here. My philosophy is, will someone remember this in 10 or 20 years? Don't worry, we'll get back to hating on orange marmalade. If not, then I don't worry about it. We all remember the fun and funny times. Do we remember the time, that time when you did that thing? Probably not. Even if you do, you probably remember it in a positive way. Don't take things too seriously. Love and laughter is what people remember. I, I agree. You're right, man. Jenny puts lemon zest into everything with lemon. And she's calling me a hater. Brian also disagrees. I've never been so happy to be so wrong. LOL, so yummy. Jenny says, orange marmalade, I'm assuming she means, is my jam. But she wrote John. Oh, and Tommy says, being diabetic, it was the jam of choice. Okay, yeah, that's right, because all fruit had no added sugar. That is also why my grandmother ate it. It was good stuff, I remember. No, John, it's a word. Okay, John is a word. I don't know what John means. I'm not usually stumped on words. Stacy has never had marmalade. Well, um, so I posted that, you know, orange marmalade is gross. Then Facebook pops up and it's like, this looks like a job post. Would you like to turn this into a job post? No, no, I would not, Facebook. Uh, Brian says, I'm reading off the Facebook responses one of his personal favorites daniel says it's too bad he's not here 
Oh, that's such a shame. I've enjoyed listening to the podcast over the years. I've enjoyed chatting with you and everybody else on First Cup. I've even come to regard you as a friend. But now you've thrown it all away with one post. <laughs> Gad says, I wholeheartedly concur. If Marmalade and Jam had a fight to the death, Jam would walk away unscathed. And I'm guessing this is someone related to Brian because of the same, same last name. Carolyn, Caroline, that's really good. Okay, my, it's not quite hell because it's not that big, but you go out for breakfast or brunch and what you order comes with toast. Now, I'm not a huge fan of toast, but I'll eat toast. I usually like some kind of jam or jelly on my toast. And you know, you go to most places that have jam or jelly and they've got that little rack of the little packets, usually smuckers, little plastic things of jam. And you look in there and, cause what are the four that are usually sitting there? Orange marmalade, blah, grape jelly, what is going on? Apple jelly, eh, okay. And strawberry or raspberry. And I say strawberry or raspberry because those packs come with both and you never see both because those are the good ones and those are the ones that people eat. And so I've sat down at places where my choices are grape jelly and orange marmalade. And I've had situations where I've been really hungry. You know what? I'll tell you a story. Uh, apparently John is whatever you want it to be. That's my John. Get me that John over there. Did you catch that John this weekend? Um, okay. It's a Philly thing. Oh, all right. That makes sense. You call Velveeta cheese. I have become world famous for it. So who am I to judge? All right. So my one trip to Ireland, the short version is it took 40 hours to get. It was insane. I was, I was up that entire time. And I get on the plane from Amsterdam to Cork. And they're giving us breakfast. Now, I've been up forever. I'm hungry. I'm tired. And they bring me this plate. And it's got bacon. sausage, blood pudding. Now keep in mind, at that point, I hadn't eaten pork in three years, four years. Still don't eat pork. And the driest toast I've ever seen with a side of marmalade. I think that's the last time I, I willingly ate orange marmalade because I was so hungry and the, the cardboard toast was worse than the marmalade. I put it on there. I was like, Argh. and when I finally, when we finally got to uh, my relative's house, trip with my father, I slept like the whole day. I was so tired. <laughs> Dennis says, "Apple jelly is his John." Kelly says, grape jelly on an English muffin was her favorite. Um, oh, Daniel's here. 
all uh, jokes aside, this might well be one of the last first cups I can make live, hopefully starting a new job shortly. Well, good luck and congratulations. Jenny agrees, though. Velveeta is not cheese. <laughs> Brian says, see, it has its place for you. Yes. Just before starvation. That's when orange marmalade is worthwhile. Orange marmalade is the... I'm not awake enough to come up with a good metaphor. It's terrible. I think that was the end of the comments, though. Uh, yeah, that was the end of the comments. So, uh, thanks for playing. It was fun stuff. Good times. I like that we can have fun. Because if it's not fun, why, not? why bother? All right. What else going on? Anything? No, today's going to be a light day. I'm going to pack, probably going to repack, because I'm just running out of a backpack that I'm carrying around the city. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be judicious with how I pack, which is not how I normally pack. Normally I'm like, hey, let's put everything I own into all the suitcases I own and then check them out on the plane. Can't do that when you're walking around. Okay, so I get this. I get this. Kelly says, as a poor college student, I would sometimes celebrate and splurge and buy Velveeta cheese shells instead of ramen. I understand this. Yes. It, there's, there's a quality to that not cheese that fits in a few situations, and that is one of them. I remember um, my first best friend was this kid, Jeremiah. And we became best friends in part because our names were so similar. It was second grade. It doesn't take much. And his mother would make Velveeta shells and cheese. And I remember liking it so much because my mother would buy um, craft packages like the, in the box. Uh, and just the texture. Like it was the texture that I really enjoyed. And so my mother would buy that once in a while. And she was horrified because of what was in it. You know, not that craft was much better. But generally, we would have healthy-ish things, or at least what she understood to be healthy at the time. And I can still, here's a question. Can you all, like, if you imagine eating that, like, that that texture of that cheese, can you kind of, like, taste that on your tongue? I can take, thinking about that, I can feel that in my mouth. Yep. There's nothing that comes close to that, like, texture-wise. Like, you can, you can cook cheese down all you want. It doesn't, it doesn't do that. Uh, yep, Tommy says he still craves it once in a while. Stacy says that orange craft color that exists nowhere in real cheese. It's true. It's quite true. All right. Uh, Frank gave us stuff to talk about. I'm surprised we, we spent that much time talking about marmalade and cheese, but maybe I shouldn't be because this is first cup. Um, I don't think there's anything martial arts going on today. Well, that's okay, because sometimes martial artists talk about cheese. And you know what we're going to talk about now? Puppies. Today is National Puppy Day. I don't know if I'm even going to try to relate this back to martial arts. And we've got three quotes related to puppies. Beware 
dog can't hold its liquor. You ever been attacked by like a gang of puppies? You know, like a whole litter of puppies. Like you're like, oh, let me go see these puppies. And they swarm you and you've got like seven or eight cute little dogs climbing over you and your little teeth and, and they get to your ears. You ever had an earring pulled out by a puppy? That hurts. Yeah. Puppies are the best. I love dogs and I love, oh, here's a hook. I love dogs and I love kids, young kids, for the same reason, but you know, I prefer dogs. Because they are very genuine with their feelings. You know where you stand. They are they are love incarnate. Puppies just love you. Little babies are just like they are loving. They, they have demands, but they just love. And it, I think that's why we love dogs because they are so open with who they are. And it reminds me of something that someone said once that I, I don't know that I still completely understand it, but I, I bet some of you will at least kind of get it. I had an employee who had trained for a while and he was a weird guy. He didn't last long, but he was having an issue with another employee who did not train. And the one who had trained made a statement, something like, I'm never going to really know you unless we spar. And of course, the person who didn't train was like, Are, wait, what? Are you, you want to fight me? Like, I don't understand that. And I've thought about that a bunch, in part because he was a weird guy. But also because it was such a... Um, it's just such an interesting statement. And it's not something that I've ever felt. I've never felt like I wouldn't know someone until I sparred with them. And I wonder if any of you have a reaction to that statement. Is that something that resonates for you? I will say that some of the people I know best are people I have sparred, but I don't think I know them best because I've sparred with them. Everything else being equal, I would say I would know someone better after spending some time training with them. These are things I think about. You know, this is like 20 years ago, but I still think about these things. Maybe 17 years ago. Uh, puppies, 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 puppies. Stacy says puppies. Dennis says brand new white belts join your class. Look at those puppies over there. Oh, I like that. Tommy says, all puppies, I have two laying on me. You saw them last night on the call. They are big dogs. They're hysterical. Kelly says, I've had parents bring new puppies to class. Class over. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Kelly says, Dennis, I guess I should look at them as puppies and not keep them as dogs. Uh, and Jenny asks, Kelly, do you become a master when you can withstand the cute puppy test again? And Kelly responds, no one would be a master. <laughs> All right, number two. You can trust your dog to guard your house, but never trust your dog to guard your sandwich. 
these these three are unattributed. They're unknown quotes. I've seen dogs that are so well trained that they when you put a sandwich on their nose, they'll just hang out. There was a this was probably a year ago, maybe more. There was a trend on TikTok where people were leaving like tr a treat out for their dog and setting up their their phone to record telling them like not to eat it and then leaving the room for, you know, a few seconds to see what they did. And most of the ones that were posted, who knows what the reality was across people that did it, but the ones that were posted, most of them were the dog looking at the treat and the person leaving like, what, what are you doing to me? I want to eat that. And you're gone. like, I'm so conflicted. Uh, and then there were some who were like, hum. they just ate it. Good times. Uh, tea was good. Daniel says, my puppy, he's 14, had to spend Monday at the vet's getting three teeth removed. Oh, really expensive, but he obviously feels so much better for it. Well, I'm sorry for your dog's pain. I'm sorry for your financial discomfort. Glad the dog feels better. Kelly says, I have a lab. Can't trust her with anything that resembles food or socks. Does she eat socks? Or does she just take them and carry them around? I've known a lot of dogs. Actually, I've known a lot of animals who like the smell of their owner's feet. Zuza, you all remember Zuza? My first couple years with Zuza, um, when I met her, she used to, uh, Marcy and my ex would describe it as making out with shoes. She would, I would come in, take my shoes off, and she would be like rolling in them the way a cat would with catnip. Like, and I don't have particularly smelly feet. I think she just. She recognized that I was part of her, her group, part of her tribe, her pack. There, that's the word I was looking for. I was part of her pack. And she wanted to embrace my smell. I don't know. Who knows what, why, but she did. And she did it again. It hadn't been for years. She did it again once within the last year. I remember being really touched. Yeah, Kelly says she just steals them. We'll sneak them right out of the laundry basket. <laughs> and this, I don't know if there is a more true statement that can be said. The best therapist has fur and four legs. I'm not going to lie. There are times I've thought about, okay, what if I just have a completely different life and I just get a dog and I pretty much just hang out? I would miss people. There are plenty of things. And, and obviously I haven't done it, so there's a reason I haven't done it. But there are days where it just feels like a better choice. Just, you know, I'll just have a dog or six. And they'll just patrol the yard. And I don't know confuse people. Stacy says, cats rule, dogs drool, bite me. She actually likes both, but live a cat lifestyle. I understand that. Not the last few years, but the, 
kind of the mid years, you know, I was able to go away for, I mean, 72 hours was really the cap. I didn't want to do anything more than that without somebody coming in to take care of her. But I could go away for a weekend and leave her here and she was fine. You know, just make sure there's enough food, which in her middle years, she would eat it all in the first you know, 24 hours, maybe even 12, just eat it all. That was her problem. She was fine when I came back and she always complained about not having enough food. Coming up on a year. Oh, all right. We're going to not talk about that. Oh, um, Daniel says, he seems so much happier today. Worth every penny. I'm really glad to hear that. You know, one of the sad things I see is, is when people who I know, well, let's, let's, let's be blunt, are financially strained to begin with, get pets. Because I know that if something happens, they're not going to be able to afford to take care of it. And that makes me nervous. Taking care of an animal the right way is expensive. Both time and money. All right. Anyway, so we worked a little bit of martial arts in there. I hope you have a good day. If all goes well, and should, I'll see why it won't, uh, Dennis and I will be coming to you live from New York tomorrow. And yeah, so you can leave some questions, some comments. Uh, don't bother asking about New York City because we won't be in the city yet and I won't have had time to experience it. But yeah, if you got stuff for me, post it in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash first cup with Jeremy. Where is it? Where is it? This one. We do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. And if you want to support us for all the things that we do, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. You can use the code firstcup15 to save 15% on anything over at whistlekick.com, including training programs. Don't forget that. And uh, if you want the whole list, it's whistlekick.com slash Patreon. You got to type it or bookmark it, right? Like we update it weekly. Check it. It's free. Free behind the scenes, discounts, all the things you can do to help us out. Um, I will say that on the Q&A episode, as we prepped for that, there have been very few new reviews that have come in. If you haven't, I'm going to ask, because I, I feel like those of you who watch this show, like you're on board the most. There are four places I'm going to ask you to leave reviews. One, one is Spotify. That's just ratings. If you have not left a Spotify rating, it's, these are all free. You can, it takes a little bit of your time, yes, but these are incredibly beneficial for us. Leave a rating on Spotify, please. You have to install Spotify either on a computer or phone and listen to at least, unless they've changed it, at least 30 seconds of an episode of Martial Arts Trader before you can leave a review. To Google, go to google.com, search for Whistlekick. Over on the right, there'll be a button, write a review, write a review. Facebook, go to the Facebook page, leave a review. Apple Podcasts, you need to install iTunes or have an Apple phone with Apple Podcasts on it, right? Like those are the four and those don't just help us with podcast rankings. It helps us with everything. They're, the way search engines do stuff, they look for signals and these ratings and reviews are signals that are impactful with everything that we do. So, um, 
You don't have to do it right now, but just those are the four. And if you find anywhere else to leave a rating or review, they're all good. I don't care about Yelp. That's the only one that, whatever, don't waste your time. Yelp is stupid. They're, they're a scammy company and I hate them. But for anything else, you know, Stitcher or, you know, there are a bunch of pod, other kind of niche podcast players that have their own rating platform. Go for it, please. It means a lot. And there are links at whistlekick.com slash family to help you get where you need to go and screenshots and everything. All right. And... <laughs> oh, bummer. Uh, Daniel says they have pet insurance, but teeth aren't covered. Well, pet dental. See, here in the U.S., I don't know, I don't know if it's the same in, in the U.K., but in the U.S., our medical insurance and our dental insurance are dramatically separate like they're very separate i don't know why i think it's odd but you know nobody asked me <laughs> good times i love you all you're all great i hope you have a great day take care be well all that good stuff i'll see you tomorrow take care peace